Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. We did it. Intro complete. Intro complete. <laughs> I have to always speak when the intro is complete now because nobody else can hear it. Should I go? Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said intro complete. That's why I said the whole thing. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down the thing each week to make you say the thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Kath Barbadoro. I'm Eli Uden. Now the intro is complete. Great job, yeah. guys. Well, the that intro was song is That complete. was a little sloppy. Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's Look, fine. we're learning as we go. Every week we get a... Well, I don't know if that's true if we get a little better every week. Maybe getting worse. It's possible <laughs> that we're getting worse. Look, remember, it's our first day. Okay, everyone? <laughs> You know, we're we're more comfortable with this. You guys are getting more comfortable with Discord, and as that happens, we're getting we're you know we're loosening up. Give us it's a chance. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the first. You know, the first one was the first day of class, and everyone had all their books. Right. And now, now, now it's a little later, and you're like, I don't prob. We're probably not going to use this book today, and you're everyone using up your backpack. Yeah. Their now we all planner. just now we all yeah. just come with one torn out sheet of paper and a pen. What I, this is a completely random question for Patty. Do you when pe- when people are in law school, do they still use backpacks or does everyone like? I feel like that's cr- weird to to have a backpack, but then be like, here I mean, are my everyone, important law books. Everyone, no, I mean, I, I the books are very heavy. Um, yeah, I imagine that that's classic but, lawyer stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> like everyone books. had everyone had computers, so um, they needed something to carry them in. So yeah, I mean, everyone had bags. Um, but I you're saying, like, Eli, get, you're like a briefcase at that yeah. point or something. You're no, wondering no, 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 if it's no, no, no. backpacks versus no. Like I mean, there a was more definitely fancy. backpacks. There were shoulder bags. I think I had like a shoulder bag. I can't, can't honestly can't even remember. But um, yeah, Patty helped uh, me pick out a, a briefcase for just this occasion, kind of, because my brother is in business school, and Patty helped me get him a, a adult looking thing to carry his fancy business books in. Did you deliver it to him filled with jelly beans? It's <laughs> the only way to do it. I should sure. have. I, I should have, and then had walked up to him and had it accidentally spill everywhere yeah. as I was delivering it to him. More more sandwiches wrapped in wax paper and briefcases, please. Bring that back. Mm. I'd like to see more of that. A Just classic a cold, working man's lunch. A cold BLT with like grease spots on the wax paper that the sandwich is around. Yeah. More fat judges taking lunch breaks, lunch recess, <laughs> opening a briefcase and taking out a large wrapped sandwich. Please, law the, the law sphere, please do that. I guess. This is, is what we need to get anything? America back on track. I think it's from the wonderful world of Eli's imagination. Yeah, I was going to say. I was like, is there a reference that I'm not getting or is it just, okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. there's probably some 90s comedy where they go to court and there's a fat judge. Because the 90s are just like, they're like, if this part of the movie isn't funny enough, we're going to have to make somebody really fat in it. No, like, all judges know? from 90s movies are African-American women. Not oh, at no. all reflecting what actual judges in the 90s were like. 
No, I thought they all had little pince-nez, little tiny circular glasses. What? What movies are you watching? The good ones, probably. <laughs> probably good ones. Is that what you mean? The only movie I can deal with a judge, I, I'm having a blank here, but I can think of Liar Liar, and the judge is a black man. So Kath, mm. Kath is closer. I don't remember there being my any My cousin Vinny. Who's, who's, the, who's the judge of my cousin Okay, well, Vinny? that's that's uh, that's Herman Munster is the judge. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, Dressed as Herman Munster. He's in character. <laughs> it's very confusing. Ooh. Look, that movie won a lot of awards. Who am I to judge? Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm just imagining was, uh, the, was the grandpa. Maybe I'm just imagining <laughs> yeah. the judge from Phoenix Wright, the the lawyer video game. Uh, you you might be. That doesn't yeah. seem that far out of the realm of possibility to me. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. I get Phoenix Wright on Switch? Maybe I'll yes. get that game. You should. It's actually so good. I've <laughs> I heard might it's replay great. It. <laughs> yeah, you just do investigations and then you you know you like. It's 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 very fun because you then you like cross examine people and you just have to like point out inconsistencies in their story and then Phoenix you hit a button and Phoenix Ray is like objection and then you like <laughs> point it out and the judge is really stupid. That sounds it's great. Really, it's like arguing online. Yeah, <laughs> and you a, get it's an arguing online simulator. Yeah, I see you're uh, being a, you're being a hypocrite. It's like well, I don't care. It's like, ah. Yeah, and then they like sweat on the stand. Yeah. You have to like it's like doing a combo, but the combo is like multiple inconsistencies within their their te- witness testimony, and then they that, you know freak out. That um, sounds like exactly my speed. I like yeah. I press a combination of buttons and someone litigates correctly. Dude, like, it awesome. is like a, I would sell it to both of you because it it, it is it, Phoenix Wright is like halfway between re- wrestling and and law. I don't know, like <laughs> it's sort of that thing. Like your your opponent is always this guy that's like the dandiest state prosecutor of all time or whatever he's like he wears like a a cravat and like all this and he just says stuff like he's like uh perhaps there is one inconsistency but that does not like change the case mr phoenix right like and then you're just you keep yelling objection it's very good i highly recommend it to everybody But I don't know if Patty works. would want to play a video game that's just uh, a simulation of his job. Although you don't, you don't get to cross-examine people in trials, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I think, um, yeah, just the video game that's just doing paperwork would be cool to me. <laughs> yeah, I there's mean, a lot more investigation. They also do a lot of like personal investigation of the crimes, which seems frowned upon if you're a real lawyer. I mean, <laughs> I realize this week. For that. Yeah. I realized this week that like people doing paperwork is like one of my favorite types of movies. So I feel like I might like it in a video game too. There is a game where you do paperwork if you'd like to get into that. What's it's it called? called? Papers, paperwork. please. Papers, and, please. Yeah, you work at a uh, at an immigration desk, and people hand you their passports, and you have to figure out if they're counterfeit. You have to check <laughs> them against the records. Oh, I don't like that. I don't like that. There's like a, a border police element to it. But well, I think I mean it's very funny make it that like, that's a video game. Is it <laughs> yeah, a game they, with a message? At least I hope. Is it supposed to be making some kind of commentary on something, or is it? just Well, like, I mean, nope. I think it's it's not it's not in America. It's like in a fake future or whatever. But there's one. I, there's one guy everybody like loves. It would it, be funny if there was like a secret Easter egg, like alternative way to play that game where you let everyone in and then start like an underground network of like smuggling in refugees and stuff. Yeah, there's there's one guy. I've actually haven't played it, but there's one guy in it everybody loves because he is the guy who shows up like every ten minutes with like just absolute dog shit fake oh, documents. Oh, let him in. And he's just like, hello, brother. And then hands you like a taped together passport. He's like, it's me. And you're like, no, get let out of here. Let him in. Let him in. Yeah. 
he's probably fleeing some sort of violent uh, yeah you know he if he's trying that hard he really needs to get in exactly it's not it's not a passing fancy for him yeah oh but outside of that more animal crossing i got a patio will get you your fruits i have them on the list yeah Eli yeah. got me a wrestler uniform. I got Thank both you, of you a wrestling yeah, uniform. Where are, you, where are you acquiring these? Are these in the store? Yeah, my clothing store kicks ass. My furniture store is a, is dog shit. Is the problem? Mm. Yeah, I can, I'll yeah, see I if mean, I get Tommy, any good. You're not getting the job done for me. Would you like to know what they were selling yesterday? Please. They were selling. Uh, they were selling a, a record player, which is okay, except they've tried to sell it to me about five times. Yeah, right, and it's like it. four grand. It's a, what is yeah. the, the the economy of of this <laughs> island is baffling to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they, what they're, is a uh, bell supposed to equate to? It doesn't. <laughs> One million dollars <laughs> or not? Um, yeah. It's an egg based economy bells now. For a bug. It's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that they explain it by being like, these are two baby raccoons. They don't know how to ro- run a store. And that's yeah. why they like, so you, yeah, if it's two baby raccoons, you're like, I found a cool butterfly and they're like, $4 million. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> open the safe, open the safe. Um, I sold them a fish for 15,000 bells the other day. Holy crap. What kind yeah. of fish? Uh, blue fish marlin. Holy oh, crap. shit. Get them that's a blue cool marlin, fish. man. I feel like I that actually... Boot. <laughs> I feel like a blue marlin might actually be worth that much in life because I'm just thinking of those like Japanese fish markets where people like bid on the tunas. Yeah, yeah. it's a like, wild caught. Uh, yeah, it's like a massive wild caught swordfish, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. What Timmy are the, what are the were famous all about that tuna? Shit. You're basically just yeah. like a hedge fund asshole off the coast on Montauk. Like that's basically yeah. what that is. But at the same time, it's like I got 15 grand for that. What is that? Two tarantulas? Like why is that? Why are you? Why? What's the markup on spiders? What are you doing? Yeah. Are you selling them to like some like herbal medicine market where they have like a special power? Like they're being why are they weaponized so somewhere. They're, they're collecting mm. the tarantulas. Deep they're turning under, them into a bioweapon. It's like yeah. uh, the Umbrella Corporation. <laughs> I think you're right. I, there's no other explanation that makes more sense than that. I, that's yeah. the only possible thing. Oh yeah, so uh, the the other things they were selling were the, the record player. They were selling an essay set, which was a couple pieces of paper and a pen. Oh, go fuck yourself! And then Who, uh, what? Ugh. What they called a simple panel, which was one wall panel, and it was in the back of the room, the kind where you can't buy. Like even if I wanted to buy more than one to like set up a di- division in my house, it, they only you had wouldn't. one. <laughs> and. Then they what the fuck else were they selling? Like a you broom. wanted to set up like a, you wanted to make it into a a, a, a one bedroom. Yeah, but it would be only like one one panel. Wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was even better than the day that some people fucking visited and then they were like, "I'm gonna check what's in your store," and I was like, "Don't," because it was their their wares that day were a tin bucket, <laughs> a cardboard box, and I think another fucking broom, and it's just trash every day. I can't sit anywhere the in the house. The best thing I've gotten uh, from Animal Crossing, the most, like, cath object that I have come across was uh, I shook a tree and a humidifier fell out. And I was (laughs) stoked. And now my Animal Crossing house looks just like my apartment because it has a little humidifier next to my bed. Super great. Uh, That's what happened with mine when I got a fax machine, which is very similar to my home. (laughs) Yeah. They're pushing the fax machine pretty hard. They're really into that fax machine. You can't even yeah. do anything with it. That's why I don't... Like, some of the things... Doesn't least it you can, beep like, or boop? You, I don't even know. I, maybe. I got a bathtub Wow, you turn you it on and it makes a fax machine noise. Can you get in the pool? Because I got a pool. It's supposed to come today. Probably not. 
That's I don't gonna go ahead can. and say probably not. What a jip. <laughs> I <Yeah>. did get <clears throat> my clothing store has I don't know if it's trying to send a message, it's given me the entire spot on outfit of um Jason Voorhees, which is nice. Sick. I have gotten both a hockey mask and a full work suit. So now I can just go around and with my axe and be a murderer. <laughs> Anyways, that's our that's our accidental weekly Animal Crossing block yep. that's begun. Usually it's on the bonus, but uh, <laughs> no, you get it. Jesus, uh, are you okay? Jesus. Yeah, no. Not a lot <laughs> going on, that? as you may, as you may realize. Oh, God, right into the mic, just a, a juice. Oh, actually, one. even more impressively, that was, I purposely moved pretty far away from the mic. So. God, are you okay? You sick? Yeah, you got no, the virus? I, just got, I, got some, I got some mucus, you know, it's My pretty cool. I woke up feeling fucking great. set up. I woke up with indigestion and uh, just feeling great, you know? Hell yeah. Um, I'd like to apologize for saying uh, Jip before. Sorry, everyone. Thank you, Daddy. Um, You should have said you got Jewed out of it, I believe is the correct. (laughs) That's the... Do you know, uh, there's a... uh, um, There's like some Conan thing where he it was when he was doing those live shows where he starts talking to people outside before the show and one of them completely unironic like unironically and all that is like said that they got jewed out of the tickets and conan's like whoa he's <laughs> like you cannot fucking say that where are you from holy <laughs> yeah God. it was like wisconsin or something i don't know uh, <clears throat> i before that semi racist tangent i was going to try to segue into talking about our our bonus episodes for the month where uh perhaps more racism will be locked behind a paywall only one way to find out uh subscribe to our patreon but no we have guests this month we have a theme yeah the theme is better podcasts theme is shows we enjoy more than our own and uh we're gonna have a guest every week from a show that we like more than ours, and this week it's Stefan Heck from the wonderful Blocked Party. The wonderful Blocked Party, and I'm going to be on the Blocked Party that comes out today. Today, well, it's Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yes. Monday is today now. Yeah. Who's who well, it depends say? on when people are li- listening to this. I, I don't want to. <laughs> if you're listening anyone. to this not on Twitch, then the Blocked Party with Eli is out, and you should it listen was, to that. It, it was a joy. We discussed some fucked up. Canadian things. I'd made fun of Stefan for being a small man a little bit. You know, all the classics. <laughs> Did you guys know that the original version of Shark Tank in the UK and in Canada was called Dragon's Den? No. That's Isn't pretty that cool, though. stupid as fuck? Did they have to call them dragons? Like how they called them yes. sharks? They went hello, out dragons. and they were like, hello, dragons. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it super sucks. And a shark is better because shark is vaguely an actual business term. It is something you would. Dragons. dragons? Well, if you consider getting burned up, pretty bad. I I would like Dragons Den if they made the panelists sit on a pile of jewels. That's what I said. Sweet. I was like, they should be on a hoard. They should be sitting on a hoard. They should absolutely be sitting on a hoard. And you should only get the investment in your business is in gold. Yeah, and they and they toss it to you. In, in Reichsmarks. I don't know why a dragon would have those, but just like that's what I think of when I think of gold coins. Yeah. You know. So Dragon's the dragon Den? has like Nazi gold? Yes. Okay. It's a Nazi dragon. <laughs> this is like a weirdly. This, this episode is already uh, taking to, weird turns. Are you trying to police me, a Jewish man, for speaking about my, my <laughs> culture? Is that. Feel, are you this, accusing me? It's not, just like a great way to get 
if you just want to talk and not and have Patty and I not interrupt you, it's a great lane to go down because we're just true. like, well, yeah. <laughs> just talk about this something we're not comfortable territory. weighing in. I'd on. like to discuss the Torah, the Talmud. <laughs> Uh, when we look at the story, <laughs> when we look at the story of Rivka in the Torah, <laughs> yeah. Shall we do numbers? Uh, so I suppose so. It is yeah, the natural flow of the show. Number five. Number five. Um, some people may have seen this story this week. It's it's like the rare sort of like fun coronavirus related story. So I feel like people were really clinging to it uh, because it is. It is about coronavirus, and yet it is also delightful. Um, so this story, uh, I saw it initially in The Guardian, but it's about an, an Australian uh, an Australian astrophysicist named Dr. Daniel Reardon. Uh, he works at uh, Uni- Melbourne University. He's a research fellow. And, uh, you know, we're all, like, stuck at home. Uh, most of us are not being remotely productive. Uh, I'm not doing shit, but this guy, he's an astrophysicist. He's going to try to invent some shit while he's stuck at home, you know? So, uh, mm. he was, uh, he, he studies pulsars and gravitational waves. That's his, like, uh, main method of study, but he, he was just like, look, I have no idea about, like, how to build circuits and stuff, but I kind of know, because it's, like, sort of related to to physics and stuff like that. So uh, I have some electronic equipment. I'm going to try to build a uh, device that um, you that will sound an alarm when your hand gets close to your face. So something to remind you not to touch your face with uh, circuits and magnets and uh, stuff like that. So the idea, it's, he said, was uh, I had a part that detects magnetic fields. I thought that if I built a circuit that could detect the magnetic field and we wore magnets on our wrists, then it could set off an alarm if you brought it too close to your face. So he's trying to do that. Unfortunately, the, his first try uh, was that he did the opposite, which was a necklace that would not stop sounding an alarm unless you touched your face. So he was like, nice. well, <laughs> I think... Yeah, that's not, yeah, that's not very useful. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it's very useful if you're trying to extract information. It's, it's psychological torture. Mm. But other than that... It's very useful if you want to force people to give themselves coronavirus. It, yeah. Uh, it would be incredibly good for that. Um but so he's like trying to figure it out. He's like, okay, this doesn't work. Um, I, but like the the principle of it works. I just need to figure out how to execute it. So he's like, okay, well maybe if I like clip the magnet to my ear or to my nostril, uh, then I could get it to like only make the the sound when uh, your hand gets close to your ear, or your nostril. Unfortunately, uh, according to him, quote, things went downhill pretty quickly when I clipped the magnets to my nostril. Uh, so basically, he got some magnets stuck up his nose uh, while trying to do this. Up nose, thank you. More like up nose than what? More down. He thinks he said things went downhill. Oh, I I I said downhill. (laughs) More like up nose. Nice. Thanks. Thank you. I have to go. I'll be back in about thirty. I gotta gotta go go do something. Yeah, I'm gonna go lie down. I'm pretty. (laughs) wiped from being Uh, awake for 45 minutes (laughs) so he gets he he gets these magnets stuck in his nose uh then he's like well 
I'm gonna Google. I'm gonna try to figure out like how to how to get them out. Uh, he Googles. He finds an article about an 11 year old boy who had the same problem, and uh, it turns out the solution was more magnets. So he has these very strong magnets. So he's like, okay, I will hold a magnet on the outside of my nose, and it will guide the magnet inside my nose out of my nose. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, somehow in doing this, he quote lost his grip. And then the other magnet also went up his nose. So oh boy. he says, quote, at this point, I ran out of magnets. So <laughs> I had three. That was I had two for the experiment and one as an extra just in case. And now they're all up my fucking head. So they, yeah, the, the control magnet has now been lost. Uh, they're all up his nose. The Papa magnet is gone. Join the children. This is just Lisa trying to get gum out of her hair in The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. So, uh, yeah, so he's like, well, I I guess I have to go to the hospital. He tried He tried to just force him out with pliers. That didn't work. Going to the hospital is 100% going to give you coronavirus, too. Or like, this whole thing is going to give him coronavirus. <laughs> They're doing he's, it. Uh, thankfully, I mean, he's at least, he's in Australia, which I don't think is quite as hard hit, but still, like, not great. Yeah, still not, not where you want to be uh, if you don't absolutely have to be at the hospital at this moment. Um, but yeah, yeah, so he, like, he tried to pull them out with pliers, but then the pliers, like, just became magnetized by the magnets. So. Oh, that seems like a huge escal- escalation in how big of a problem you have on your hands. <laughs> yeah, so he's pliers. like, <laughs> he's like, every time I brought the pliers close to my nose, my entire nose would shift towards the pliers, and the he's pliers gonna end would up, stick to the magnet. He's gonna end up like one of those guys with like a bullet in them that the doctors are like, you have to leave it in, like we can't <laughs> yeah. extract it safely. So now it's you just too have a dangerous. bullet in you. Yeah, he's like it's too he's close like, to the spinal column. He's like Phineas Gage of magnets up your nose. Just, <laughs> yeah. He just lives like that. He undergoes a, a terrible personality shift and becomes like a miserable man because he has the magnets are like fucking with his brain. He just yeah. can't stop apologizing to everyone. <laughs> he's become super nice. Um, if the magnet gets too charged, he'll be dragged by the magnet towards one of Earth's poles, which is just not safe. <laughs> yeah. He's forbidden from visiting either pole at this point. Yeah, he's banned. It'll throw us off our orbit. The Earth will tilt too far. His dreams of becoming the next Admiral Bird are are shattered. Dude, I don't don't know what grade, probably sixth grade. We had, I'm realizing now how stupid this was. We did some activity in like history class where we chose somebody. And I remember it because I was Admiral Bird. And you learned a bunch about them. And then you had to stand in the library, and it was a fake wax museum. So you dressed up as the person, and then mm-hmm. you stood there with a button on your chest. And then parents and shit like walked around, and they'd like poke your button, and you'd say who you were and what you did. But I'm realizing how strange that is now, that you'd make a bunch of kids stand around and pretend to be wax statues for learning. Yeah, we did something sort of like that, but we didn't have to pretend to be wax statues. That seems like an extra layer of, like, bizarreness yeah it does seem maybe it was just a way to like make everyone stand still for a stressed out sixth grade teacher mrs hayes was just like fucking you pretend you're wax please 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 don't perhaps please don't perhaps (laughs) um yeah but yeah yeah, so this guy had to go to the hospital um they they got them out uh they um they checked they make sure they they made sure they got them all out and uh he's He's survived, um, but he is probably ending his uh, prototyping of this uh, of this device 
because it is simply too dangerous to keep working on. Yeah, and the amount of face touching that's probably required (laughs) when you're trying to remove these is is quite extremely high. Quite a bit, yeah. You don't even, it's not even just you touching your face, it's like other people going directly into your into your face holes to try to get them out, which seems like really not ideal. Yeah, it, it also reminds me of one of my biggest like air conditioner falling out of a window weird fears mm-hmm. which is i remember reading at one point like about somebody who like if you end up eating like rare earth magnets or something it's just an absolute catastrophe because they can if they go through your intestines at different speeds they can like get stuck together <gasps> and like pinch your intestines off no yeah so think about that so don't, so don't that eat around. magnets do not yeah, eat don't, magnets don't eat neodymium magnets if you okay. aren't forced to, unless they look really tasty, unless they got barbecue sauce on them. I feel like you could make them look like a Kit Kat bar or something, and I might try it. Yeah, if you're making like a if you're making like pulled pork, and you also are playing with rare earth magnets, and you drop them in your delicious Jack Daniel's barbecue sauce, then you can eat them. <laughs> if but you just make them. I'm imagining them making those magnets like little smoky shaped, and they're just floating in a crock pot. <laughs> so a bunch of little smokies. Why did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> they're setting us up for this. What is New. the scientific application of this? <laughs> the the worst cereal treat ever. Mixed in with this box of tricks is are two neodymium <laughs> magnets, shaped like and colored as if they are a piece of tricks. What it's a, a fun, fun game. Yeah. It's it's a fun game. It's because tr- sugar cereals are already you know like supported by the by the dentist lobby to rot our teeth and give them work. So now they're like, well, now there's something you can chip your tooth on. Yeah, to get just uh, some extra more. work. Yeah. yeah, the ADA recommends eating rocks. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> I, I'd love to find a machine part in my cereal. Just sue them, you know, live forever off that settlement. Did you? That's the dream. Have you guys ever had those like candies that look like little rocks? The like beach pebble guys. Rock candy? No, it's it. They look like actual rocks. Talking about nerds? I'm not talking about nerds. They're like. Yeah. Let me see if they have like a name. I'm not. We always call them this. Beach today. We pebble find candy. out Kath's been sucking on rocks. <laughs> they look well. They look just like rocks. And uh, I remember one time we because they sell them at like beaches and stuff. And uh, I remember one time we were at the beach, and uh, I thought I was going to eat one, and it was just a fucking rock. And I bit into a rock, and then was like, well, I'm never eating these again, because that was humiliating. That seems Uh, like a foreseeable outcome with this whole scheme in place. Yeah. They look just like rocks, too. I want to send you guys a picture. I feel like people, they're also a shitty- This has got to be rock candy, right? No, they're not rock candy. They're also, like, shitty. Like, they don't even taste that good. Like, they're a bad candy all around. Uh, These are just rocks. You were eating rocks. Yeah. I just sent you a thing. They're called candy pebbles. Kath's like, remember when you were young in Ukraine and mother gave you rock candy? (laughs) (laughs) And sometime it would be just rock? (laughs) They ha- they're they're filled Chocolate with like rocks. dried cherries and like they're they're like a bad Ugh. candy. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, this but sounds I bad. <laughs> they really Gross. suck. At least they only cost forty nine fifty, but they're out of stock. So <laughs> people were stocking up uh, so they wouldn't is, have to go uh, to the grocery store and okay. get their candy it's, it's, rocks. It's a lot of them. Yeah, <laughs> this is like when I go to the candy store in Ocean City, Maryland, with yes. my mom, and she'd try to have me taste or show me all these candies that she liked and like you know 
when you have an old parent that Ugh. has like parents know, candy back sucks. when taste buds couldn't handle refined sugar so they were like what a treat oh a little ball of tar like they just fucking <laughs> gnaw yeah, like, on mm, saltwater taffy a, and like, a blob of molasses on a stick and you're like this mm, is horrible what color was here. my favorite candy pitch black of course <laughs> the color of all good candy so <laughs> oh, good, uh, Liquor candy, booze hounds rejoice is an image <laughs> Patty just sent to the chat. Yeah, yeah those candies are always dogs, weird. It's it's an advertisement for liquor candy, and it's dogs playing poker. It's yeah. two and it's two wiener dogs too. Like they're not tall enough to get to the table. Like it's, it's no, like, their little arms cannot well, reach the chips in the but middle he's, of the he's table. Holding, he's win. holding the cards, and they got a beer that looks like it's very shaken up. I'm not sure what's going on with that beer. I don't know um, what's going on with beer. that beer. Um, also, one of the dachshunds looks bored and is wearing, like, mom glasses. That's because <laughs> it's it has a, a poker face. You have to look bored. You don't want to lose. That's true. You can't look That's excited. True. That is the yeah. Tobey Maguire of, of poker dogs. <laughs> they should have made the dog wearing sunglasses so no one could read his expression. Yeah. Just the, the, the shitty dog that wears sunglasses and, and earphones, just like that like that guy. Like, they yeah. can't see my face, and I can't hear anything. It's like, this should be not allowed. It's me, the guy <laughs> who shows up to friendly poker night with mirrored aviators. Right. Yeah. I yeah, will yeah. be out of the game in 10 minutes flat. <laughs> it's time to play poker wearing the mask from Drive. <laughs> so no one can tell what my emotions are. That would be great cool, if you're watching World. this is fun. Thanks for coming. fun with my friends. <laughs> That would be so funny watching a World Series of Poker and somebody just shows up in a full hockey mask. Like, But then they're also not good at controlling it. So even with the hockey mask on, they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it doesn't even work. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, uh, what was it? I forget even. The, magnets. In the first, magnets. Yes. Yes, magnets. Oh, how do they work? You know? We'll never know. This man... D- didn't know apparently because he shoved them up his nose but uh this he's safe we know. wish him well uh let's do number four number four number four number four here uh i'm gonna say number four one more time um so this uh the, the, there's a guy uh in uh let's see here lakewood washington that was really bombing it down the freeway um <laughs> hit, ca- hit, hit, hit two cars on separate occasions Failed to stop both times, um, which led to a, a high-speed chase with state troopers up Interstate 5. He was driving absolutely recklessly, according to the state trooper. Had a, uh, a top speed of 109 miles per hour. So this guy was really, uh, really, going, really for going for it. And uh, one of the troopers attempted to corner the suspect's car, looked inside, and realized a pit bull was sitting in the driver's seat while the suspect steered. <laughs> so, so, wait. The pit bull was doing the pedals? Uh, I, you know, I'm not clear what the pit bull was doing. It's a good question. Um, Look, pit bulls are intimidating. If they want to drive, you're not going to say no. Yeah. That's probably true. Um, they got those big fat heads. Yeah, those big you know? skulls. You ever pet it? I love to pat a pit bull's head. It's like smacking a sandbag. I mean, not smacking, patting a sandbag. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to smack the, a pit bull. Their like yeah. big giant like brow ridge is very fun to put your hand on. Yeah, they're they're and they they love to get a little pat and it's like it's like a it's like a that's not the right sound you know it's like a it's like a meaty a meaty pat that they it's enjoy. like a thwunk. Yeah, you know I love pit bulls. They're so good. Yeah, so it's this this guy's just dr- driving with the dog in the seat, um, and yeah, uh, suppose like 
Unless, you know what? Maybe it was one of those driver's ed cars where he has the pedals on his side, too. Yeah. That's safe. That, that would be safe. safe. That's allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, he told the guy, eventually they threw down spike strips and stopped the car. Spike strips. Um, That's Jesus. what it took. Uh, <laughs> also, I can't imagine that there's any way he has a seatbelt on during this. So, just Who, the pit bull the or the guy? Either one. How do you... <laughs> You can't strap it up like there's a baby on your lap or whatever, or like a, you know? Do you think he was like, do you think when he saw the cops, he was like, switch seats with me, switch seats with me, and like tried to get the pimple to switch (laughs) seats? That's kind of what I'm imagining, yeah. Like, well, they can't arrest you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, officer. I already have three DUIs. Um, yes, this guy, he said he was trying to teach the dog how to drive. That was his excuse. Sure. Which is Um, not going to work. Not very plausible, in my opinion. I think it's um, plausible. It's just not a good excuse. Uh, he. Uh, do you think it's true. plausible that a dog could learn to drive effectively? I do not think it is plausible that a dog could learn to drive. Okay. I think it is plausible that someone would try to teach their dog to drive. Ah, all right. Yes. I think yes. they would fail, but I think I they might do. I was there it. that you picturing that a dog that's like a good driver, but like doesn't use ever use its turn signals, and that's like the one problem. Everything yeah, else is yeah. fine. My what I'm envisioning is like you know the dad thing where you're backing up and you put your arm over the passenger seat when you're backing up and you yeah I'm imagining a dog doing that like one hand on the steering wheel one paw over the back of the passenger seat just like gunning it backwards and then straight into a tree. Do you remember that we did an old story and the the dog does a little paw across your chest to keep you safe? (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Do you guys That's remember good. that we did a story where there was a dog that somehow got the car stuck in reverse and was just doing backwards donuts in a yep. cul-de-sac for like ever. <laughs> An hour. I don't, know if, I don't know if they spike stripped him, but it's just ripping it out. I like imagining this dog uh, pulling into a gas station and uh, and then putting in the pump and then going into the uh, you know the convenience store to pick up some treats for the rest of the trip. That's what yeah. I'm liking to imagine. It's like you stupid dog. Why'd you light a cigarette out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, so uh, probably didn't work. This guy's charged with reckless endangerment, hit and run, driving under the influence. Surprise and uh, fell in the eluding. So um, his bond was set at eighty five hundred. He's going to appear. I guess he appeared in court already. I don't, I don't have an update on that. But uh, <laughs> the dog, uh, who was, quote, a very sweet girl, Aww. was taken to the animal shelter after the owner was arrested. Um, hopefully, uh, uh, she's finding a new home or, or something. I'm not sure exactly what would happen there. But um, that is very, that is poor, sad. poor dog stewardship, poor dog ownership of if you're, if you're ready to, for your dog to take the fall for your bad driving, that's a bad sacrifice. Yeah, well, you got to protect even your the dog. Fall. You gotta. It's it's like any family. You gotta think about your family before you, you know. Yeah. It'd be like, do you want do you want your dog to grow up alone? Is that worth <laughs> it to you? Or this? Exactly. You can't. Instead, no. you want your dog to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna save myself. My dog was driving recklessly. Or a dog goes to a pound, and then there's a, those ignorant do- people that come in. They're like a pit bull. No, thank you, or whatever, because they think it's gonna bite their kid in half or something. Instead of being a sweet, fat, muscular dog that loves meaty head pats. <laughs> Look, I, you know, she's I a kept very sweet her, girl. I kept telling her to slow down. I kept telling her we got to stop and leave a note after we crash into those cars, but she wouldn't listen. That's the yeah. this guy is. She really oh had to get home. We thanks, had a big officer. bag of treats at home. Thanks for thanks for stopping because uh, stopping us because uh, I was getting a little worried. She wasn't going to stop, <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. 
I hope somebody called it in that there was somebody like behind the car and they were just like, who is this driving? They're terrible. Like you'd think they're drunk and then they pull up alongside and it's a pit bull in the driver's seat and you're just like, am I dreaming? Is this you're just like, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to get as far away out of the. Um, I will never speak to anyone about this again. Yeah. That's another that's another fun anxiety thing is thinking about like a, a tire or something coming off a car in front of you on the highway, just absolutely wrecking your car. That's something you can think about when you're driving if you want. Uh, cool. I think a lot Extremely about the cool. you know in the final destination with the The logs. The logs. And then yeah. also it's like there's like a water bottle stuck under the brake. I think about both of those scenarios all the time. The, a log lo- shooting off of the back of a logging truck and impaling you. Uh, yeah, definitely. And then also not being able to stop because your car is messy and something rolls under the brake pedal and then you're just you're fucked forever and you die. Yeah, that's like sandals. Like you're not supposed to drive with sandals. Have you ever had I had once like I had like a flip flop on and if you push the gas pedal and the flip flop gets like, <laughs> oh, like stuck between your foot and the gas pedal. Uh, no, it forms like a bridge between the floor and the back wall of the footwell, and then it like does hold the gas pedal down, and you're just like, ah! and then you're like using your toes to try to yank it out. That was Ooh, scary. scary. Oh, that, scary. I've never had that happen before, but I also tr- uh, try not to wear flip-flops outside ever, so hopefully Yeah, apparently you're not supposed to, to drive with them. If you're coming home from the beach, drive barefoot instead. Don't get your Barefoot's flip-flop. Barefoot's better, huh? Mm-hmm. Can't get your flip-flop locked in the, locked in the go button. <laughs> It's safer. Good to know. The go button. The go button. <laughs> vroom, vroom. The go button is hit. We know much about cars. Definitely yeah, all just a bunch of drivers in New York City. Yeah. We love it. two buttons. You got vroom, the go vroom, button. Baby. You got the go button and the stop button. I know all about cars. And what then else you got is the, there to know? Well, if it's a manual car, you got the chunky chunk button that you push in and out when you change the uh, the go stick. There's a lot of pieces in a car. Yeah, my understanding is it's, it's you just kind of whip that thing around uh, as you go faster, and that yeah. makes it go faster. Yeah, and it's if like, you're in the if you're in the wrong if it's in the wrong position at the wrong time, your car will make a an awooga noise, like it just yeah. saw a, a sexy hot car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta do it like you're playing Zangief in Street Fighter. You gotta just whip it around in circles as fast as possible to mm-hmm. increase the power of your engine. Just yeah. power it up. That's when they talk about horsepower. That's what they mean. It's the, it's you're generating the power from how fast you whip the, the yeah. go stick around. The thing in the middle of the car between the two seats in the front, the crank. The ghost, yeah, yeah, yeah. The crank. The car crank to power it up. Yes, we all understand this. We're big drivers here. In New Big York drivers. City. We're roadsmen. We're roadsters. <laughs> I'm a bit of a roadsman myself. <laughs> we all know how to operate an automobile. Uh, you guys have licenses, right? Do you have driver's a motor licenses? Coach, as some yeah. call it. Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. My my driver's license, my I had my longest beard when I took the photos, so my beard just extends off the bottom of the license. <laughs> <laughs> But, Good luck. Like, who? How did this wizard get his driver's license? Yeah, through wow-y. magic. Yeah. Oh, I should be a wizard. I took the. I took that personality test that's circling around. And are I got you Gandalf? Two, I got Gandalf and Dumbledore. Me too. In my top twenty. Oh man. <laughs> Hell yeah. I was wow, really you guys, excited. You guys have I wanted really to high be high opinions of yourself. That's the thing. I have is, really high opinions in this test that tells me I'm cool. That's yeah. why I so didn't that, like post it because I was like, this just means I think I'm great. Like I don't. Yeah, I posted it. I don't give a I shit. I don't like this. I got Tyrion Lannister. Hell yeah. I did yeah, I too. Like, 
I got like a bunch of nerds who like are like doing the right thing but are annoying, which I think means I actually gave an accurate assessment of myself. <laughs> yeah, this test just told me I was bad Millhouse. Worse Millhouse? What is this? <laughs> one of my friend one of my friends got Millhouse as as their number one. <laughs> yeah, that's I like I feel like I did it accurately, but then yeah, when I got my results, I was like, I think this just is I think I was being too nice to myself. I feel like you can those kinds of things like that's first of all, it's like not a real personality test cuz it's just like which pop culture character are you like? But I think you I think you need to have someone else do it for you, fill it out for you. Yeah. To tell you like which one you're most like as opposed I, to which one you project yourself to be. I did realize upon the completion of the test that the point at which it asks you if you are fast or slow probably did not mean physical speed, but that is how I answered it. <laughs> I labeled myself as f- fairly slow <laughs> if I was forced to, to book it at some point. It is asking you about your your uh, mile times, you know, your 100-yard yeah. dash. Are you Once beating we, Usain Bolt and Britney Spears, or are yeah, you, you know... Once we reach, what is it? 2k patrons and we all do the nfl combine then we'll know for sure then we'll right. have accurate representation then we'll be able to do that test again that's part yeah, of the yeah. that's part of the nfl combine now is you have to take that test take a personality <laughs> test to see if you're like millhouse or not yeah draft stock plummets when Tua Tagovailoa is revealed to be hufflepuff God, <laughs> jesus well that's not much of a leader if we wanted to quarterback our team uh but uh, dogs should be able to drive. That's the official stance of the podcast. Yes, it's absolutely. Safe. Especially mm-hmm. now, it's now more than ever. Now, now more, than ever. more than ever, it has never been a better time for dog to drive. For dog to D2D. drive. Number three. Number three involves a favorite animal of the podcast and all of us. Uh, the pig. The low, not lowly. The honorable pig. The noble pig. Yeah. So this is a story about uh, a Barry the pig at Trindledown Farm in Newbury, Berkshire. <laughs> this it is just so sounds fake like the sounding. B- beginning of a story. It's like Barry the pig at Trindledown Farm in Newbury, Berkshire. The Trindledown Farm was all Barry had ever known, but he thought there might be more, like that sort of shit. But mm-hmm. so Barry lives on this farm. It's a rescue farm, but Barry has a very unique problem. Also, Barry is fucking adorable, dude. I I'm wonder gonna, what he was rescued from. I'll, 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 I, I will explain it shortly. Oh, okay, good, good. But I'm posting this photo of Barry because look at this guy. Oh, um, my goodness. He's a little black furry man. Yeah, and he's got uh, little tusks. He's got he's little tusks. He kind of looks like he's smiling, like he has little squinty eyes. And, yeah, and he's uh, messy. He's messy. Well, he's, he's a pig. All, yeah, but he, he looks like he doesn't know. He looks like he doesn't know how messy he is, you know? It's pretty good stuff. <laughs> Um, so, uh, what happened is that, um, Barry, before being rescued, grew up, he was, he, he grew up in the backyard of an urban home. So he was like a pet pig. Ah, yes. But, but as a side effect of this, I guess it was in a dry climate or whatever. Um, Barry is, has developed a fear of water and mud. So he's a pig that's scared of mud. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> sweet Barry! No wonder he's dirty. Isn't that how they like bathe themselves in mud? Uh, oh, pigs! Yeah, I mean chinchillas do it with dust. That's a pretty good thing to watch if you're stressed oh, out. That's good. Yeah, watch some chinchilla dust baths. There's Very some on YouTube stuff. that are in like 4K. You can really get in there. <laughs> um, so yeah, Barry really lives at a rescue farm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Barry lives at a rescue farm but can't stand water or rain and freaks out whenever the ground gets boggy or wet. Oh, Barry. And he can't He needs some he, sure footing, you know? Uh, yeah, so he doesn't apparently doesn't get along well with the other animals, so he can't they can't move him to like a drier field but his keeps flooding. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't know how to swim. So oh, Barry. His uh his his pen or whatever got flooded and Barry was, you know, freaking out. He's too scared. So they sent the water services company to pump all of the water out of his pen so that Barry would be okay. And I'm sending his. I mean, I'm going to send you. They have a picture of the uh, of the field. It is definitely flooded. If you were scared of water, this would be a pretty pretty terrible situation to, to be caught in. Um, yeah. So they sent the tankers. And then there's another they sent tankers for him. Yeah, it's a little questionable in, in terms of the use of. Uh, you know, government funds and available resources, but uh, <laughs> looking, having seen pictures of Barry, I understand. Um, wow, I just looked up a picture of Barry, and uh, another thing to point out is, like, from I, I, I have a side view here. He is a like a perfect sphere. He's yeah, like he's, a he's a circle. Yeah, he's just very round. His head is like straight up, just on the front of the sphere. His yeah. face is just part of the sphere. Uh, yeah, so they sent they sent the tankers to go clear out Barry's pen, pump it pump it dry, set up sandbags so that maybe he won't get flooded again. Barry um, disaster relief is happening. Oh my god! So the charity run farm has moved online to try and raise money whilst they are closed with online activities to entertain their visitors. So can I watch Barry online? That's what I need to look up as soon as we are done recording. <laughs> I would like to observe Barry if at all possible. He also um, has a, a best friend. Have you? Does your article say that he has a best friend who's a sheep named Bjork, and they are BFFs? But apparently Bjork could not save Barry. Uh, I, I see a photo of him with a sheep, which I assume is Bjork, but they didn't clarify the relationship between the two. <laughs> it just says Barry and friend, like it's a tabloid picture. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, Barry and, and mystery. Barry and mystery woman. <laughs> yeah, Barry at the Met, just getting covered. <laughs> Making sure to put down Barry's age. <laughs> yeah. At the Daily Mail. <laughs> Barry, 45 Barry's and mystery paramour. woman. Yeah. Secret paramour. <laughs> Barry and mystery woman get coffee in the West Village at... Yeah. Yeah. Barry caught in Turks and Caicos with uh, mystery, mystery woman. Mystery sheep. <laughs> yeah, so... They did pump it dry. I, if they didn't fix it, though, I feel like this is... I, you've set a bad precedent that you're going to send the entire, like, resources of this neighbor or this town to just go, like, pump this thing dry so that Barry can walk around. I feel like you got to just move Barry. you got to do some, re, you know... you got to either relocate Barry or you got to do some, like, serious landscaping, you know? Yeah. you gotta you got to terraform to make sure Barry is is not going to get stranded again. You got to make the farm more Barry friendly or just just move Barry into the house. Let's be honest. He's he's a backyard pig. He's halfway there. Yeah, he's li- he's a little circle. Don't you want a yeah. little circle in your house just r- rolling around? Yeah, it's worth it just to be able to give him a bath, I think. That that would be mean, fun enough. It's worth He probably wouldn't back. like a bath though cuz he doesn't like water. It would be very oh, traumatic shit. for him. Does he know the difference between rain and I don't think so, water? Man. I don't think so. He's gonna he'd die a, of thirst. He's he'd be too a real diva if he was like, "Well, I'll I'll get in this tap water, but I, rain is unacceptable to me." 
Yeah, I like to think that he's also terrified of the water in his bowl. Or he just whatever. has rabies, is what you're saying. <laughs> well, he's terrified <laughs> of the water in his bowl, so he has to close his eyes and like ha- just chug the whole bowl as quickly as possible because like, it's such a terrifying moment for him to drink water. Have you guys ever seen that video of the seal that's afraid to swim? It's very good. I have not. It's like a, a little seal, and there's a little hole in the ice, and... Uh, he keeps like dipping his little snout in and then making like dumb seal noises at the camera and crying. And uh, he eventually finally overcomes his fear and gets in the water, but it's extremely good. Yeah. So uh, the seal that o- will only go in the water with a t shirt on. Uh, yes. Yes. Ashamed of its body, <laughs> its young body. Going in and just because that, you know, that always um, helps. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you're worried about your body, it's really good when you get back out of the pool and your big Johnson t shirt is suctioned onto your your body mm-hmm. exposing Clinging perhaps to all more contours. of it than ever before yeah, yeah just really showing all in high relief what you got going on were you yeah. guys t-shirt t-shirt in the pool boys i feel like i was i feel like i was one literally one time and then that exact thing happened and i was like this is not fooling anyone you know and then I yeah was just I, like, I think that i think i probably did it once or twice but i, don't, I but i think i yeah you can't you also like can't get the shirt off yeah. Yeah. You got a real suction struggle. problem. Yeah, you're it's no peeling good. yourself like a hard boiled egg. Yeah. It's not ideal. <laughs> you can't have that. Yeah. I think my solution was just to not go in the pool in those situations. <laughs> mm. That's how I sort of developed the end. And the shirt doesn't have to come yeah. off, but you don't get it wet. I just sit in a lounge chair and read read a Grisham novel at the pool <laughs> at, a, at the age of 10. To, you bring to your briefcase this. to the pool. Yeah, just set well, it out on the lawn chair next to you. Me and the Pelican Brief are just fine over here. <laughs> <laughs> a, f- a fat little boy reading Goosebumps on a lounge chair. <laughs> One of the choose your own adventures. So he has like fourteen. Has to hold all the pages open with his fingers. He's like, well, I'm not sure what I want Tyler to do right now, so I'm going to keep those options it's open. A, it's not a time to swim, okay? It's a time to kill, John Grisham. <laughs> All his friends uh, are trying to get him to get in the pool like he's a dad. And he's just like, not now. I'm busy. The pool? Yeah. How about this? How you hear about a little guy named Dirk Diggler? Is that the Clive Cussler guy or is that the Boogie Nights no, guy? No, that's the that Boogie, is Boogie Nights, Nights guy. guy. Who's Clive Cussler? Who's the Clive Cussler hero? What? Um, It is Dirk something, I think. What yeah. if it's also Dirk Diggler? <laughs> Dirk Cussler. Oh, no, that's his... Dirk so he named Pitt. his son Dirk, Dirk Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, uh, he he named his son Dirk Cussler though, which is weird. Apparently, yeah, Dirk Pitt. My mom ripped through some Clive Cussler novels. Let me tell you what. That was McConaughey in the film edition of Sahara, I believe. Yeah. Also, Steve Zahn, yeah, always yeah. a treasure. We love, love Steve Zahn. To, we love, love him. Zahn. Two thumbs. God bless four, Steve Zahn. Six thumbs up from the What a Time to Be Alive crew. Yeah, pl- Steve Zahn. Anytime you want to come on the pod, open invitation to discuss. <laughs> We're assuming yeah. you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> what else safe are you up to, to assume? Come on, Zon. Come on, Zon. Onto okay, my well, podcast. I think, I think we lost him with that. Discuss the news. <laughs> Eli has to go lie down with me and my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had an aneurysm. Is anything happening? Eli's slowly what? powering up. It's been like an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> He's still on full the full uh, power. Yeah, I'm powering up my my acid reflex right now. I'm charging <laughs> it up. Like Dragon Ball IBS, Dragon Ball IBZ. Just Dragon Ball IBS. My stomach acid going wild. 
the least successful spinoff. They wanted it to be like educational and like destigmatize yeah. the issues, but uh, it never really took off. Yeah. Dragon Ball his, IPS. His pH balance is unhealthy. <laughs> What's going on? His acid it should be more basic, but all right, we're not going to go into that. We're just going to move on to the next number. <laughs> number two. Number two. Um, so this is uh, comes from Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I, you know, as everyone knows, with, with everything going on right now, uh, restaurants are taking a pretty big hit, um, and they're trying to come up with creative ways to get people to uh, continue to, you know patronized places um i don't know i don't know if you guys we do we try to do delivery a couple from local places a couple nights a week um nothing you know you know we cook a lot too but uh you know we're trying to to, to the small extent that we can keep places going you know obviously you know places more you know you get the the emails and stuff places are shutting down and stuff just for the time being but uh one place uh had a had a different kind of plan it looks like um and uh they just started selling uh pizzas um which i guess they weren't really they were not a pizza Doing? restaurant prior to this. Yeah, they were not, not a pizza place, so this is that's a key piece of information. <laughs> yeah. Um, they just launched what's a pizza program, um, putting a new pies on website, Instagram ads. Like, I'm not going to name the place because I don't think we need to do that. Um, I but, love when, uh, a, when a restaurant launches a new program. Like, yeah. when there's, like, oh, yeah. our cocktail program. But that, like, I mean, that's literally what's going on right now because, like, like places are selling cocktails and, like, kits and stuff that they wouldn't normally be selling because, like, they don't know how to get people to, you know, keep buying stuff. So, yeah, yeah no, uh, I just think it's very pretentious to call it a program. Sure. Where you're just well, like, all right, been... you, have, you have special ice. Congratulations. Yeah. Are you guys not getting dirty martinis delivered with a cling film over the top of a classic <laughs> martini glass? <laughs> just someone biking to my house holding it by the stem? Uh, That'd be fun. That'd be a fun challenge. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so this, quarantine so this, skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is like a French place. So pizza is yeah not really in their wheelhouse. Um, but you know it make it makes sense from a certain perspective because you know French food doesn't always really travel. You know, sure. And if people and if people want to support, then they can get a pizza, right? Pizza, um, it's a classic food you get delivered as opposed to like I don't know, duck l'orange or something. You're not gonna right. think yeah. of that as delivery. You I, can't I, get I fr- follow. You can't get French onion soup delivered because it's you can't get that crock that we all uh, know and love. Have you uh, have yeah. you made French onion soup yet in quarantine, Patty? I feel like you're missing it. No, no, I can't say that I have. Um, I don't think that's in the cards at the moment. Um, it's pretty easy. You should make it. I don't know if we have. I don't know if we have all the gear. Yeah, you just need have, onions and cheese and and beef broth. I don't think we have enough cheese. I don't think we have mm. any beef broth. Well, look, and most importantly, we don't have any cognac. So you know, that's mm. it, frankly. Uh, no, but so this place has pizza, French place, fine. Um, and I guess somebody like turned the, this newspaper onto it. I'm not sure why, but, um, they, they, on two, the last week, um, they watched the owner having received a pizza order, go from the restaurant to his apartment, then leave on a delivery run with corrugated cardboard boxes that read fresh pizza oven baked. Um, (laughs) Then it's not clear if the pizzas are cooked at his home or in the restaurant. Inside the restaurant's trash cans were four-pack boxes of Kirkland Signature Cheese Pizza with breadcrumb crusts. <laughs> so, so like the Costco bulk frozen pizza, even not right. even like DiGiorno or like right. And like yeah. you know, it, this is we've had things like this before. I think where you know this is obviously a different situation. So I'm I'm, I'm willing to give a little bit more slack. You know, personally, I mean, uh, I don't want to speak <laughs> for everybody. 
Um, How much were they selling them for? Well, yeah, that, okay. I don't so think sell, I can give them the, slack. Costco sells the package of four for no more than ten. Okay, um, they were selling eighteen for cheese, twenty for uh, meat and vegetables. <laughs> yeah, I will not. The slack has been tightened. I will yeah. not give them I mean, any that's slack a, that's on a this. Big mo- look, that's a big. People are desperate, you know, or, or in a tough situation. I think a little markup is acceptable because you have you know the labor involved and the delivery and everything. But I think maybe eighteen to twenty is a little high. Uh, <laughs> it's a little high. Um, we'll yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, you know, if a restaurant gets the chance to to have high margins on food, you know, kudos. I have to say because that's something that they usually do not make a lot of money on. Um, yeah, I also I, feel like I saw if these pictures are of the actual pizza in the story I saw. It's also not cooked well. It's like it looks burned. like shit. It's like yeah, yeah. it's burned. It looks like crap. My issue too is like See, I think that looks pretty good. You think it looks good? No. Where's this? Let me get this story I think story it looks up. bad. It yeah, looks that like... Looks, there's a big-ass black spot in the middle know. of it. I guess we... I mean, I, I kind of I like crispier, uh, like, homemade... You if know, I... It's going to taste like, like if shit. If I cooked pizza. that Costco pizza myself, I would be like, fine. If somebody brought that to me and was like, here you go, that'll be $20, please, I would not be happy. Okay. Uh, I also... This is my, my sticking point of this. Keep the pizzas you're scamming people with at the restaurant. You shouldn't have to go home. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that, yeah, that's probably some kind of violation of a code, right? So that that's not. Well, it's also just it's also just bad scam planning. Like, if you're gonna try to execute this, you got to be a little more organized with it. You can't be like, oh shit, someone ordered the pizza we put on the menu. Better drive to my house and go pick it up from my Costco store. When asked about the pile of discarded Kirkland boxes in the restaurant's trash can, he said, there's a lot of Airbnbs in the neighborhood. Um, <laughs> rather <laughs> than offering me? additional comment, he said he's looking forward to reading this story. So we're kind of puffing up a little bit at the end there. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those notoriously uh, busy Airbnbs during a pandemic. And if there's this time one thing when we... everyone's traveling. And if there's one thing we all know about staying in an Airbnb, the first thing you do when you get into your Airbnb go to costco yeah you go to costco i love to visit a city and then eat four frozen pizzas during my time there (laughs) to go to venice and ask them where the nearest costco is so i can pick up some kirkland signature breadcrumb pizzas yep i mean like there's there was a way to do this that would probably have not you know first of all cooking at your own place or whatever but like there's a way to do it that would have you know not come across like hey you know like you know we we we're not a pizza place but we're we're you know we're offering this as an option maybe don't charge as high or just say you know all the margin above you know whatever goes to employee you know what i mean there's there's all kinds of ways this could be done sure given the circumstances that would not have you know probably involve like the local you know papers like shane crew (laughs) or whatever they call themselves probably you know digging through their garbage to find out what's going on but what uh, i'm imagining as the newspaper crew is the mr show sketch where they investigate the wishing well (laughs) as a scam it's i think the the local news segment is called scams and flams and it's just them yelling at business owners for for doing scams uh that's who i'm imagining is uh is is investigating this. But yeah, there's definitely like, like there's, there's a way where this isn't that outlandish to the point where it's like, if you go to, you know, one of these diners or something with like a massive menu, they probably just have huge bags of frozen chicken oh, no tenders question. and stuff. No, like, like it's, it's more just like the only thing that really makes this that unusual is that it was from a, 
a place that consumers could also go as opposed to like Aramark or something. Like most places yeah. use like mass produced frozen food and sell it to you. Like that's not the weird part. The weird part yeah. I think is that he had to drive to his house and it was something that mo- like anyone with a Costco card could just go buy for 250. Yeah. I think yeah. do it do it Patty say and just be like, "Hey, would you like to buy a frozen pizza and we'll cook it right. for you and it makes us a lot of money because we're marking it up uh, egregiously." And it'll help us stay in business so that you can come yeah. back and get the food we actually make in a few months. Yeah. I had that realization like a couple nights ago and I was like, you know, when they're like, "This is a time where you really need to support restaurants." And then then I was like, "Oh, they probably didn't mean White Castle, did they?" That wasn't <laughs> one of the ones that they were like, "Please keep us afloat." Yeah. They're I mean, like we, we, there are like some really funny Grubhub ads out right now that basically make it seem like Grubhub is like a humanitarian aid service, <laughs> like yeah. where they're just like restaurants need us to come together, and it's like yeah, you should just order from the restaurant, not from Grubhub. Yeah, like, Grubhub and is that's bad. The thing. We've been but trying Grubhub to like... isn't Grubhub just connected to the restaurant? I mean, it is, but they take a cut. Like if they they're, it's cut. fine. There's there's nothing wrong with Grubhub inherently, but it is very misleading to act like it is a charitable organization in this commercial. Like, I mean, oh, know, yeah. like like some places, you know, like depending on the place, like we've ordered from, you know, we've called a couple of places and they have their own, you know, some places that don't normally mm-hmm. deliver anyway have like started doing it because they'll have an, you know, like a guy who normally bartends or whatever will be a delivery guy or something. Yeah. Um. Some places just decided, probably you know, like bigger places like Meatball Shop, they're on the delivery platforms and you can't call them um, mm-hmm. because presumably they can absorb the mar- you know, the the hit to the you know the, the taken out or they, they've made that calculation based on you know what I mean. It's a bigger yeah. enterprise. Um, yeah. But in general, yeah, I mean, like we've been trying I mean, to call I mean, to keep it to keep it you know that that as much money that we can going to them just because there's no other way to you know. Yeah, um, I do think it's, like, at least Uber Eats, I think, which Uber obviously has a million issues, but, like, they have a, just, that and I think maybe Postmates does too, like, they just have a checkbox now that's like, do you want to give $2 to the restaurant? And you can just give them $2, well, like, good. 100% straight to them. I but, usually, like, I use the, because, yeah, like, most places, especially in New York, are already, are just on services already, so, like whatever i just try to i just get the try to get the delivery person's like venmo and just yeah. tip them directly but to, yeah no there's nothing like wrong with using like doordash or grubhub or whatever i just think it's funny how many commercials there are right now where yeah. it's like it's like as if grubhub is like the red cross or something <laughs> it's yeah, very there was, funny what one of the angriest the commercials ever made me was after i think um sandy maybe hurricane mm-hmm. sandy Allstate or something did some commercial that was literally just ruin porn it was just like Pan, slow pans of destroyed homes and they were like all state is helping like to black <laughs> and i was like the fuck is this but yeah i i think one thing that is not being talked about enough is that this has thrown any of my usual tip calculation fucking algorithms i have no idea what i'm supposed to do i'm just like a lot i guess i don't know but then i also have much less income than i usually do so like i don't know what to is this enough like sort of thing because it's like are they endangered do they just ab- absurd tips i don't know yeah you know? i mean we we yeah we, we're doing like 30 percent ish i think i don't i don't have like a definitive you know what i mean I, I but but it's i've been doing it on the card that's a good idea about the venmo thing i don't know if people want to if delivery people want to stay and talk or whatever but you know i'm doing it on the card not rather than cash i just a, text a, a i don't really have cash and b i don't um I don't yeah. want to like get involved with an exchange where I have to hand them. So you know what yeah. I mean, like, like yeah, that's, yeah, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I went to tipping... an ATM for the first time, and it was not for buying food. So, 
Tipping, the only reason. T- like, it, some places will give you, like, Postmates and Uber Eats and DoorDash. You get the person's number. So you can just text them. And you oh, don't have to, like, talk. So, like, that, I've just been doing that and just texting, like, directly. But I also have only gotten takeout, like, twice, I think, since this whole thing started. And one time was when I was up here in, in New Hampshire. So, like, yeah, was, there's, like, very few delivery options up here. So I got a fucking burger from Five Guys because I was just like, I need oh, a hamburger. Nice. <laughs> Damn, I would love a hamburger. Well. Fuck. Support local restaurants such as White Castle. Get yeah, <laughs> get yourself, in fact, 20 hamburgers in a briefcase. <laughs> get a Very little briefcase. Look, yeah. you're not commuting to work anymore. White Castle rules for not giving a fuck. They're just like, chicken rings. Yeah, we have an extruder. <laughs> what the fuck do you want from us? <laughs> <laughs> this like, is the shape it makes, motherfuckers. Eat up. Yeah, Eat up, little they had, piggies. They had a commercial for a while that would show that was like it was women selling chicken rings like it was QVC and they were actual rings, just like stacking Ugh. chicken rings on their fingers. <laughs> just like you're like, wow, you guys have no interest in making your food look good. You know your role so perfectly. You're just like, <laughs> look, if you fucking want White Castle chicken rings, th- that's what you want, and that's what we're banking on here. So <laughs> they have good fries though. Crinkly cut. Mmm. White Castle. Love a crinkle, love money. a waffle. Waffle's my favorite. Waffle's the best. Waffle Top feels so... Fry. Waffle is like... Waffle fries make me like too aware of like how many potatoes I'm eating, you know? Because mm. if you eat a bunch of those, you're like, wow, I just housed probably like three big potatoes. <laughs> I feel like a fat fucking... Like just like deep, like, oh God. Just like yeah, but, mm, fried potato, you know? Yeah, that's what you're eating though. It's good. I and like them. <laughs> yeah they are good it's Man, hard to argue that fre- fresh french fries are gonna be a fucking revelation when all this is over oh hell yeah dude it's gonna be so I good some, i had some sweet potato fries in a delivery but they were you know they they they, they did what fries do in delivery they kind of yeah. clump up they make they make friends with the other fries in the package and you have to tear them apart yeah i get a little soft and weird yeah unfortunate you know not ideal well anyway this pizza restaurant, look, we can't judge them too harshly. However, they are scamming. No question. This is a scam. <laughs> They're scammers. I suspect that it probably has stopped. Um, I haven't Most likely. Look. Um, no, they but, were uh, thrown in Rikers along <laughs> with everyone else that's infected due to this scam. They're punished to the fullest extent of the law by a fat judge in suspenders. <laughs> Okay. With a, a briefcase full of White Castle chicken rings. <laughs> <laughs> that classic stereotype that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. I keep my White White Castle chicken rings in a tall cylindrical thermos to keep them warm, stacked on top of each mm. other. One and on top I, of the other in a meticulous y- tower. Yeah, I tap them out into my hand and eat them one at a time. That's my move. When I think of, like, a thermos like that, I think of, like, we were talking about just, like, an old-style lunch, like a classic lunch. Mm-hmm. Just, like, a construction worker sitting on a steel beam and opening a chicken ring thermos, just <laughs> yeah. tapping them out. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, gotta old, get back to work. <laughs> some sort of old-timey food. The, the original White Castle, before there were ever buildings for it, was just a guy with, like, long dowels in a backpack with lots of chicken rings, str- you know, strung onto them. Chicken like, rings! Chicken rings! Chicken rings! Five cents! Chicken rings! The chi- the classic chicken you love in a futuristic new shape. And people were like, wow, wow, must be healthy for us. 
<laughs> Probably. <laughs> Mix that with a cigarette, it'll cure any illness I have. Yeah, blow smoke rings through the chicken ring, and you'll yeah. never die. Yeah, blow chicken rings. All right. You know? Number one? <laughs> yeah, it seems time. <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive... Number one is just some kind of, this is, I think we probably have the biggest risk of getting angry, but it's like, it feels like just kind of a, a, a extension of this thing that people have now where they're unable to just be like, hey, good job to somebody or whatever. And this is from the New York Post. Uh, you know, we got to have at least one post and everything. And that it is about an online petition that is gaining momentum to name Dr. Anthony Faust. Is it Fauci? Probably. I, yes. I I've always read it as fat. As fa- well, I, I guess none of us know. I don't watch cable news because I don't need to have my brain yeah. destroyed. But, yeah, um, me neither. I, would, I thought I it would was hope, Fauci, but I guess I, I thought it was wrong. Fauci, too. I was hoping it was pronounced by, like, Fucky? Anthony yeah. Fucky? Dr. Fucky. Um, Dr. Fucky. Well, we got the episode title, so yeah. continue. Done. Uh, Shelby, print it. Cut it, print it. Um, <laughs> anyways, there's a petition to name him... The Sexiest Man Alive in People Magazine. Uh, and it's just why. It's also like... This is just people that have too much... They're just home and don't know what to do, I guess. Right? I mean, I don't know what I, else to... I think it is like Eli said, like just people not knowing... Like, not... We have no uh, sense of like currency or um, like... It's just like, uh, I, I like him and everything is bad. So I guess I want to fuck him now, I guess. Because yeah. he's the just, only person that makes me feel remotely safe in this terrifying world. Yeah. Therefore, People Magazine, I guess. Yeah, it's very wa- strange. At least around. it's not Cuomo, because that was awful. Well, that people was are doing that. I saw there was like, people were selling sweaters, like expensive sweaters that say like Cuomo for president and stuff. I mean, like... Ish. There were like people, three people days are just where so people, desperate like, for a savior. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something. Like, but that's what, like you know? specifically sexual though. Like there were a couple days where people were like, I want to fuck Andrew Cuomo, which was a nightmare. Like that, like, yes, I understand that also people want him to be president, which is ultimately way worse for the world than just wanting to fuck him. But wanting to fuck him is so delusional and makes me yeah. like so afraid for people's brains in this trying time. Yeah, it's like some Sorry, some Tumblr 17-year-old being like, Gandhi's low-key can get it, and or whatever. <laughs> it's just like, he can just be Gandhi. Like, you don't have to <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, He's- I mean, and Cuomo and Fauci are no Gandhi, but still, like, it, it's it's just so weird. Like, yeah. he's not attractive. Like, he's not, like, a goblin, but it's like, there's nothing about him where you'd be like, this man is especially attractive, even yeah. for politics, where everyone is ugly. Cuomo looks like the final boss of like Streets of Rage. He's like, like yeah. you fight the mayor at the end of it or something, and he's like he, weirdly veiny and ripped. To Just me, like, he kind of looks like Rick Perry, which like no thank you, but bad yeah. memories. I don't, I do not understand the appeal. Um, but yeah, I think it's just like a weird like trauma bond or something that people are just like. Yeah, they're just walking around like a lost duckling being like, is this a celebrity? Like, are you a celebrity? <laughs> like, they just can't understand. And it's like, there are like there are honors to give people that do things in crises. They already exist. It's not sexiest man alive. <laughs> 
Plus, there's a photo shoot with Sexiest Man Alive. I don't want to see th- this man. And well, then he's got to do. They can't, they can't say he should get the medical, the uh, like the Congressional Medal of Honor because that would involve uh, Trump giving it to him, which they can't allow, right? So, right. That's the thing is like we have to find something that doesn't involve the big man signing yeah. off yeah. on this guy because like yeah. that he's the worst ever. So you know. and also just the, the the people's like you know I don't know what like uh, what's the fucking word I can't think of it. Normals is because Trump is so, so useless that anybody who's just like vaguely like I disagree. People are like a hero has a hero emerged from the mist. Like it's like no, it's just this is just what people doing their jobs looks like. Sort Peti- of like petition to make a uh, uh, Bill Crystal and uh, George Conway co people's sexiest men of the year. <laughs> yeah, because of their this epic is- posts. Because of Didn't the. People- Bill Mitchell's tweet about getting a diarrhea stipend is like one of the best posts. Did you guys see that? <laughs> diarrhea well, you stipend? saw that he's like straight up, like you know, like maybe Ooh. the dead envy the living. Who's to say? Like he's gone <laughs> yeah. so far as to be like actually dying of this is good, buddy. Yeah. If I had a stipend for every time I've had diarrhea, that was his. So what he said, he like he was basically like. More people die of diarrhea than coronavirus. Why isn't the government giving me a diarrhea stipend? Yeah, where's oh, my yes. diarrhea check? Ah uh, yes, that thing separated from sickness, diarrhea, <laughs> and then and then like, like a million people in the replies. Uh, uh, the first I saw was Dave Thorpe. It was like just like drew like a screenshot with an arrow pointing to his blue check. <laughs> Here's a diarrhea, diarrhea check. check. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, these people are a fucking nightmare. Um, yeah, no, but I I do feel like there is a just a broad fetishization of anyone who has ever made a face behind Donald Trump. Anybody yes. in any Jake Tapper, job. dude. Yeah. Wasn't Does- wasn't there even a movement for him to be like sexy cuz he like raised his eyebrows once. <laughs> yeah. He was like like Trump said something and he was like, "Well," and everyone was like, "Uh, he may be a hero. He actually is the lead, the head of the resistance, Jake Tapper." <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh it's and I so I feel like I I think Fauci, like, from what I've seen, he seems fine. He seems like he's a, de- a decent, as decent as a person can be in, yeah. in like, a job like that. But I he feel like the reason... He looks good for 79, also but he's that. not the sexiest man alive. But, like, he seems he seems fine and decent at his job, but I feel like the reason so that shallow. he's... so shallow. I feel I'm like a regular the reason... shallow It's not here. just about looks being sexy, okay? Thank <laughs> it's you. It's about his attitude. Thank yeah. you. Uh, also, I don't like that they use... The picture for this story is him like sucking on one of the uh, legs of his gla- the arms of his glasses. I don't like that. Mm, yeah, too too much, too intense. You got to think that- like there's there's a point at which like you sort of don't like this even if you're that person because it feels like you just you're just like why am I even now everyone's discussing whether you're sexy or not and you're like right. I don't even I'm sure want he this. Feels, I'm sure he feels very objectified. He's gonna release a a post on Instagram showing his stretch marks and he's gonna say i'm sick of people uh thinking that i'm perfect and that uh i represent an idealized standard of beauty that not even i can live up to me anthony fauci yeah i love uh, my fauci life it's it's gonna be very moving and teen vogue is gonna write about it and uh jamila jamila is gonna comment a prayer hands emoji on it and uh it'll be great my dr fauci sexy thank you (laughs) Shelby wanted to note his name is Tony. That's in the chat that I just saw from a few minutes ago. Yeah, Doctor Anthony Fucky. Doctor Anthony Tony. 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 Tony Fucky. But yeah, this isn't even like related to him doing a good job. It's just related to him making a face one time. It's like 
it's so nothing. Yeah. Look, if you're going to name That's what Mr. T calls him, Shelby said. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. The real Mr. T. Well, uh, um, I think... But, no, it's going to say, if there's going to be an elderly, sexiest man alive, there's only one candidate, and that is the guy from the Senogenics ad in Airplane Magazines. The guy That's with true. the really that ripped guy old guy. That guy's jacked as hell. That's a good point. That guy's fucking ripped. Let's make him that guy. Him Cat- the sexiest yeah. man are, are, you, are you familiar with this guy? No, let Have me look him up. Have you not seen the Senogenics man? Oh, dude, he's Cenogenics. ripped. He's, he's insanely ripped. Yeah. Like, I'm just Googling Senogenics. How do I spell it? C-E-N-E-G-E-N-I-C-S. Senogenics. The I'm first sure image he... will be him in jeans with no belt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's so ripped. Classic Jack Did guy you s- look. Please send him to me because I can't find him. He has okay. like the... He's, imagine like Gene Hackman's head on John Cena's body. And Tanner. <laughs> that is an ins- Whoa! What the fuck? His head looks like a, ca- a, Mr. Uh, a guess who piece. Like, yeah, <laughs> his head looks like he's a he's a guess who man, and then he has yeah, like he looks yeah. like fucking Randy Orton from the neck down. What is yeah, happening? Imagine someone describing this like a, a police is like, okay, so his head kind of looks like Gene Hackman. They're like, got it, and he's like, and the body, so he has six pack abs. Oh my god! Yeah, no, he can never commit a crime because he's the only man in the world who looks like that. Yeah, his. I just found out his name. Assuming I'm, I'm looking at his book called The Life Plan. Daddy is posting multiple pictures of this man. Yeah, well, please. No one knows what this man's name is. <laughs> I just Do found you out. Dream this every night. Thousands of people dream this man. Have <laughs> you dreamed this man? Please with call this number with no if you belt. have seen this man in your dreams. Okay, so I'm looking at the cover of his book right now. His name it is Doctor Life. Get out of here. <laughs> That's what I was leading up to. Jeffrey without an E. So G, I mean, J-E-F-F-R-Y. His name is Jeffrey S. Life. Jeffrey MD, Life? MD, PhD. Dr. Yeah. Life. And his, the, the photo He's on the cover of his book. He's 82 years old. And yeah, that's the, his the, real name. Mega Man character ass, Dr. Life. Yeah. Old man. <laughs> <laughs> With the power of old. <laughs> Fight. Uh, yeah. And uh, his, his book cover is him... Clearly, he really likes the look of jeans with no belt and no shirt because I can find pictures of him in multiple different pairs of jeans, but the same look. So he's just walking around. Yeah, all look, the he's, time. He's figured out what works for him. Here's one of him flexing at the gym. <laughs> There's a lot of them. He's got a lot going on. Oh, good grief! What? Oh, a- this is my favorite. I'm gonna post it in the chat. We'll share all these somehow with everyone. We'll ask you if you've dreamed him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, have you dreamed this man? <laughs> he man yeah that is like because they're like ripped old guys but like his face is such a classic old guy face that it really yeah. drives home he just like, looks like a old kindly old man yeah he has yeah. like a big bulbous nose and glasses and like little spectacles and he's like totally bald it's very very he's bizarre. got he's he's got like town historian face yes yeah Yes. He looks like he's from fucking Wolfenstein or something. Like he he looks like he sewed the smartest man alive's body onto the strongest or the smartest man alive's head onto the strongest man alive's body to create like <laughs> the ultimate warrior. There's like ah the strategy of the smartest scientist combined <laughs> with the strength 
of our greatest fighter. And then jeans. Also jeans. And also jeans and a very skimpy tank top. Um, okay, I just want you to imagine this man like slamming into a battlefield from an airdrop with no parachute in jeans <laughs> with no belt and no shirt. And just, just a big landing. Axe. Yeah, just like Master Chief, just like just being <laughs> deployed. <laughs> just whoosh, <laughs> slamming down on one knee in the battlefield. Yep. It like shakes the earth beneath him because he's yeah. he just slams down <laughs> one fist into the ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, with a radiating crack around him. <laughs> oh my God, Jeffrey he's, S. Life. Jeffrey S. Life. Check him out. Uh, yeah, get his book. <laughs> get his book. <laughs> Maybe he'll help us survive the pandemic because he clearly <laughs> clearly has oh. some secrets. Could he beat coronavirus? Could his blood be the cure? It might be. We must harvest him. They're like it's they're like silly mo- not to check. We gotta yeah. check. Most elderly people are at risk for the virus, except for Doctor Jeffrey <laughs> S. Life. We need to make him the sexiest man alive. No question. This is he's gonna man. win. I can't stop yeah. looking at him. We he have looks to end like this someone episode. that would. Yeah, I'm just saying. He looks like someone who would fuck you in a weird dream, and you'd be like, "What yeah. did that mean?" Thousands of people <laughs> dream this man fucking yeah, him exactly. every night. <laughs> Have you been fucked in your dreams by this man? <laughs> <laughs> I do. This is this is someone like sex or no. You see him in a dream. You wake up and go, "What did that mean?" Yeah, you wake up turned on, and you're like, "Oh no, <laughs> what? <laughs> what, is, what does this mean?" Yeah. Well, God bless. Check him, him out, everyone. Yeah. Check him out. I Vote him in. One. Vote him in the sexiest hole. man alive. I'm in a rabbit hole of jacked old guys. I'm closing the Google Images. <laughs> okay, you gotta go, man. Um, let me know what your Instagram ads turn into. Yeah. I would love to hear. Yeah. Maybe it's, we can talk on. about him on the bonus, where we will be doing some uh, some extra stories too. We have some some other stories that we've saved specifically to talk to Stefan about, including one about Shaq, uh, one yeah. about some goats, and one about the Cybertruck. So get on the bonus if you uh, yeah. if you like that. If you're yeah. so inclined. So yeah, as, as the, the the bonus as as you may know, it's at patreon.com slash what a time pod. We got a bunch of episodes and this month, as we said, we're doing better show month. Uh, we're getting some <laughs> guests from better shows than this show. Uh it's gonna be fun. Um and uh yeah, so um like I said, patreon.com slash what a time pod. We got the T public link in the description. We got the uh the Discord. Uh you can you can join up in the description and you also can get into the uh, private channels if you uh um uh, subscribe at the ten ten dollar level, um, but it's otherwise free to everyone. Um, we got the uh, uh, if you want to leave us an iTunes review, that would be uh, helpful. Um, and uh, we're what a time pod Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. What a time pod Gmail. Tell yeah, a quarantine friend. Say hey, also- are you got some time to fill? Check out this sh- dumb podcast where they talk about old ripped men. <laughs> We at also um, just released because we we at nine hundred patrons. Uh, we released the show soundboard so uh that just came out if you would like to uh play some horrible clips from the show and and bother your family and friends that you're quarantined with uh hopefully you enjoy it people seem to be liking it so far we are um i just checked we are 42 patrons away from forcing me to do accents so Mm -hmm. that's exciting uh if you want to make me do voices a thing i'm terrible at sign up for the patreon yeah and we're only um what is uh, 1,092 <laughs> patrons away from us doing the NFL Combine. Yep. So there's a lot of goals available. 
and we're and yeah. we're only ninety two away from us doing the uh, 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 some kind of live stream that's going to be famous. the reverse telethon. <laughs> the reverse <laughs> to be explained <laughs> later. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Does anyone have anything to plug? Probably not. We're all stuck yeah. inside. Well, for once, yeah, my mind is more. Uh, you can watch me on Twitch if you like uh, Twitch stuff. Uh, you may be listening to the podcast because we actually live stream it on there. But you can follow me at uh, twitch.tv slash pig underscore dog. Right now I'm playing Resident Evil 3. It's pretty spooky is one thing I've learned. And there's parts of it I don't like. Like when they have spiders but they have human faces. No thanks yeah. to no that. Thanks. Specifically. Uh, I, would, I would also say something to plug for all of us. Uh, we're, we got the uh, we still got Still Holds Up going. It's um, Oh, yeah. Paramount Network uh, had us on to uh, do like a, a some talk about some old movies that are coming up on anniversaries and just you know how they're uh, they're still good um, and those are every Monday they come out on the YouTube channel. Um, I'm also um, just had it come out this week, um, but it's a, a show called The Recast where it's uh, me and Allison Leiby, uh recast Jaws. We each gave our picks and came to an agreement, um, so that's pretty fun. That's I, I posted all that, about all that stuff, but it's, you know on Instagram or whatever. It's probably the easiest way to find it um, uh, for me and I think. Uh, there's going to be more. There's other episodes, obviously, of recasts with more people, um, but uh, that's the only one that's out for now. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so check all that stuff out. Paramount Network, uh, YouTube, uh, they have all that stuff. So yeah, and I'll be on Blocked Party. That's out. The episode that's out the same day as today. It was very fun. It went really long, but it was very fun. So check well, that how out. How busy we all are. Wow. Yeah, in quarantine. <laughs> Guess I we're have- not lazy or whatever <laughs> people are saying. I have um, uh, another podcast you can listen to called Lie, Cheat, and Steal. We do one free episode a month and two uh, Patreon-only episodes. That's patreon.com slash lie, cheat, and steal, A-N-D. Um, I don't have a lot else. Uh, still holds up. Check that out. Um, I'm Kath Barbadoro on everything. And, uh, yeah, I think that's all. Wash your hands. Stay healthy. Stay inside. Eat it a pizza. Eat it a pizza. Bye, everybody. Bye.